Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Because you, you, you have that banter that I only have with Virgo cunts. And I'm going to say that word. <laughs> Wait, maybe that's the title of the episode is Virgo, Virgo cunts. <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, a podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It's me, Eric Williams, and this is one of my favorite episodes of all time, and I would say the flirtiest one yet. I just want to emotionally prepare you. Colin Bedell is a handsome devil. He is smart. He is funny. And I do not hold back with the flirting. I do want to tell you some exciting news in my life is that you maybe have heard me say in past episodes that my fucking husband, Matt, has not been allowing us to get a dog which I guess he is the decision maker in that case. I don't know why, but he just like financially thinks it's too big of a deal and to take care of it is too much work. But I just want a floofy little fella. So the long story short is that Matt has changed his tune as of yesterday. We found a dog on Twitter that was found not too far from our apartment. And someone we both follow posted that he took him in and ended up taking him to a shelter that is like a foster care, no kill shelter. Sure. Matt has called the shelter, made an appointment, and we are going there on Friday to visit this dog. It is not a definite. I'm not getting my hopes up, but you better cross your fucking fingers for me, y'all. It could be so magical. The shelter has named him Scooter, which uh, I would say is patent pending. Um, We've always wanted to have two girl dogs named Judy and Liza. But I don't know. Maybe we'll just name this boy Dog Judy. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Other exciting news is I recorded an episode of You Made It Worse. It's Elliot Glazer, H. Allen Scott, and Brent Sullivan's podcast. And y'all, when they asked me to be on, I uh, I felt pretty, pretty cute. So if you want to listen to it, it's so fun. It's a really quick interview, uh, and it comes out on Thursday, so the day after this episode comes out. I do want to tell you something else before we get into this episode, is that I've been working all day long on something I should not be working on. I have other things that are more important, but I can't help myself. Y'all, I'm making merch. Gay Ass Podcast is finally going to have some really cute stuff. And I want to tell you something. I would never make something that just says Gay Ass Podcast on it because, like, no offense to me, who would wear that? So I've come up with some ideas with a friend that are so cute and funny. And I, I'm hoping to have them up for sale by the beginning of Pride. So you better stay tuned for that. I cannot stop talking about it. 
This week we have Colin Videl of Queer Cosmos on the podcast. As you know, it is a flirty episode. He is so funny. If you don't follow him, his Instagram is incredible. He does astrology for Cosmopolitan. He has a book out called Queer Cosmos, and you can actually book him for readings online. I can't tell you how much fun I had recording this episode. Make sure you follow along at the Gay Ass Podcast Insta. And we're really trying to grow this show, especially getting into Pride. So full transparency, I would love it if you could send this to one friend that you think would like the podcast. It really makes a huge difference. So if you think there's one person in your life that would like it, send them a text. Maybe send them the Instagram or something of Gay Ass Podcast because I really want to get the word out, especially as we get into Pride and have some pretty incredible guests coming up make sure you're subscribed to the podcast follow at gay ass podcast on instagram send it to a friend and enjoy oh my god wait colin say your last name for me let me hear you say it first Colin Bedell. You got it. See, you didn't what? Need me to say it. You didn't I put the emphasis it. on the right salab. <laughs> you did. Someone else said that joke to me the other day. I can't remember. Yours was funnier. Go Thank ahead. you so much, Colin. Thank you so much. That's all I want. Um, we were just talking about your gorgeous lighting and your gorgeous background. And I want to commend you on uh, how dare you look so stunning on Zoom. That's, uh, this is rare. <laughs> stunning on Zoom. Gives good Zoom quality is what you're saying? You give, you give good zoom, babe. I mean, it's like the lighting is stunning. The background is cosmic, hysterical, if you will. The, also, wait, can I tell you something? Please. I watched recently your um, eyebrow tutorial oh. video. And really, the eyebrows do really frame your face. And oh. I, is, I have eyebrow jealousy. <laughs> jealousy. No, you have great eyes. I also, Thank I you. think technically, personally, I don't think there's anything more beautiful than someone in glasses. Oh I just God. find them so sweet and sexy. So, like, they Wait, like distract from the eyebrows. So, like, I have. A I know. Actually, I feel. I realize that my eyebrows are kind of um, being eclipsed. But eclipsed. I, I'm glad you, that really makes me feel good because I recently became a glasses wearer, and so Ugh. this is this is really no. Helpful. I melt. I melt around glasses. It's like so cliche, but I really I do. I can't help it. Oof. Is it is it a nerdy thing? Is totally, like... totally, totally. Because the brain's the most important sexual organ. Oh. So I just make the false correlation sometimes between glasses and intellect, and I'm like, which you know. you know what? That's a cultural thing that we can't blame on ourselves. We, we can. blame it on we blame it on um, Macaulay Culkin. No, who do we blame on culturally who wore glasses that we think? I'm a gay millennial. Harry Potter. Um, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And just like I think Tom Ford had like a beautiful eyewear campaign and like the. Sure. mid to early 2000s where i was just like <gasps> you know and then i remember like 2015 there was like a warby parker mascot yes. there was like all these yes. beautiful ocular looks so you know what's funny is that when i first met my man he was wearing glasses that i th- or like he has like warby glasses that i was like <laughs> the glasses really brought me in D- see so like don't worry about my eyebrows worry about your glasses <laughs> i mean listen i will worry you worry about my glasses i'll worry about, about your eyebrows, eyebrows and that is a cosmic connection um it's it's funny though that matt wears glasses but he's really not smart i'm kidding that was a joke he is very smart and i had I a feeling you were teeing moment. up for that and i was like oh shit <laughs> but i thank you it. for no- thank you for noticing the teeing up yeah, that's devastating yeah, no, you're just like watching the wheels turn yeah okay um uh, so uh i don't even know where to begin because i'm just so excited you're on that's the gay ass podcast i'm such a fan of yours I recently have been super into the astrology world. Recently, and where the fuck have you been? 
<laughs> well, recent is like, I would say like five to ten years. Oh, okay. Is that okay? Okay, I didn't know if you were like hitting me with five months. I'd be like... No, 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 no. I just famously don't know anything but try to learn. And you being here, I think, is very important. <laughs> and actually, I want you to know this, that I had recommendations from people who listened that they wanted to maybe have some kind of astrology moment. And so this is like coming from coming from all sides. Oh, coming from my bed. Okay, well, I'm honored to be here. And I hope that we deliver. Okay. I think we will. I can already tell we will. Um, before we get into all that stuff, though, I want to congratulate you on the journey you're having for Italian citizenship. Grazie mille. Grazie mille. See, Yeah. Who knew? What's the What's the deal with you have like you're eligible because of genealogy or something? Yeah. So this, it, it, you know what? This the irony. It is called. Forgive me. I think I can say this correctly. Jodis sanguinis, which means right of descent in Latin. Okay, mm. forgive me if I mispronounced it. And so Italy has a fairly flexible citizenship by descent program. Fairly, right? And so if any, you know, anybody can apply for it, but if you can claim that you have Italian ancestry, there is no generational limit. <gasps> so you could go back like, oh, I'm going through my great great grandmother. Oh my! Yeah. But you also like, and I don't mean to generalize, but you come off pretty goddamn Italian to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's my accent. I think it's got to be the accent. Um, thank. Are you, your though. parents? Do your parents identify as Italian? You know, I think my because it's through my mother's lineage. I think she would, and her mother, who is the mm-hmm. direct descendant of the Italian lineage, she is such a an influential figure in my life. My grandmother. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they would. And like, we just kind of, I would say, and this is what's been actually really beautiful about this experience is like, I'm sort of realizing how like un-American my upbringing actually was like, in the sense that because maybe we do have Italian ancestry, like my cousins and aunts and uncles were together every weekend. Like we were very much wow. like that family. And I grew up absolutely feeling a best friendship relationship with all of my cousins and yeah. we all looked out for each other. It was a community. Like, it was... Very Italian. Very Teresa Judice, Correct. <laughs> Correct. Although I didn't watch her on the reunion, so you'll have to fill me in on the drama she's currently causing. Are you a New Jersey Housewives watcher? <laughs> I know of them. Um, I've actually met Dina a few times because she loves astrology. Oh, my and God. We've had wonderful conversations. She is absolutely fantastic. She's the only one I've met, though. That makes me so happy to hear, though. I do do love Dina. I do you love, love Dina. Dina, Dina Manzo. Dina Manzo. My Jersey Housewives journey has been a long one as well, but it like I recently I just get so interested in the family dynamics between the Italians in terms of Teresa. Because listen to this. If if I may give you a spoiler from please, the reunion, please, please, please. One of the arguments that is batshit insane in regards to family dynamics is that Teresa is now engaged to a new man. She did not ask her sister, Melissa, who was also on the show, she did not ask her to be a bridesmaid, which is a big darn deal, but her fiancé asked her brother to be a groomsman, and the reason why Teresa did not ask Melissa is because of their drama, and one of the pieces of drama is that Teresa was a bridesmaid in Melissa's wedding Uh while Teresa was pregnant, and she felt like <laughs> Melissa should have waited for her to have the baby so she could have had a drink at the wedding. Oh, my, oh my God. I almost want to say that's Italian-American nonsense. but I'm That's sure, Italian-American. Yeah, I'm sure that drama happens in Italy, too. 
I wonder oh if that's a Homeland God. thing or if it's just trashy Americans. Uh, yeah, maybe it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I do see small distinctions between Italy and Italian Americans, <laughs> right? But we're, we're all dramatic and like just looking for reasons to fight. It's true. It's true. And you love a mustacholi. You love a gorgeous red sauce. Thank you. You love spaghetti tortellini. <laughs> Um, Your accent's rigatone. not bad. Rigatoni, Thank you so much. On. Yeah, you got to do the rigatoni. We love a rigatoni. I, I had somebody tell me yesterday, this Sagittarius boy who I think is so dreamy, he mm. was offered rigatoni for dinner, and he goes, oh, I'm, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> he didn't know that was pasta. <laughs> no, I don't eat rigatoni. I, I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. Um... I know. And he was like, isn't that? I'm like, sweetie, it's a macaroni. There's no meat on it. Okay. Was he wearing glasses? Yes. So he and could get away with go. anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're like babe you're so smart you're s- even though he's like doesn't know what a fucking noodle is i know um, <laughs> i know and i i did the gay gasp a little bit i was like honey you can, if, if you ever came over on sunday and you made that kind of mistake like you just can't say that um, sure funny, when but. you get your italian citizenship mm-hmm. what do you envision changing do you like want to spend more time there mm-hmm. is it a mindset like what do you what do you what do you see yeah, well, hopefully I get it. I think I will. I have a great Taurus lawyer. Uh, Knocking uh, on wood. Yeah, I think we're set. I think what's going to just happen is I I think it is going to be a vision expander. for re- Absolutely. Because it, just being there and, and staying there changed actually the way that I approach my business already. How much I work versus how much I like protect spaciousness. So uh. I definitely could see myself doing six six months here, six months off. You know, like I love forth. that so much. Yes. I mean, I have nothing compared to your experience, but I did. Matt, Matt and I went on our honeymoon to Italy, uh, and I I felt the magic. It me did you? Oh, that makes me so happy. Wait, tell oh, me all about my... it. Where did you go? So we started in Cinque Terre, okay. which was yeah, like an that. unbelievable experience. Yeah. It was just we did the hiking. We did, and it was also like literally two days after the wedding, so we were very much decompressing. Mm. And um, mm. from there, I think I might even get the order wrong. We did Florence for the longest time, Beautiful. and just like had the most amazing food. And Beautiful. he is a really great Matt's a great planner and adventurer, mm. and so. We did an amazing cooking class where a gay couple takes a group of you to the countryside. Oh they do God. you do homemade pasta. They teach you how to make certain dishes. It was, and we still keep in touch with them today. Oh. Luca and Lorenzo. If anybody wants this experience, <laughs> I swear to God, I will. Names. I'm fucking. Oh, done. and they're also so handsome. Oh, wait, that, like, that forget it. Forget it. And I hope they don't listen to this because did I have a fantasy of some, some things that could happen? Oh, and I do I still? <laughs> do I and it? during the like height of the pandemic, I made I was making all these silly videos that were called at home news or like dramatized uh-huh, the drama happening uh-huh. in my one bedroom apartment. And they wanted me to make one for them for something, and I made it. And they said in exchange for that, they have a gorgeous property next to their home that has a pool, and they would give me free nights to stay at their Airbnb at the countryside by Florence. Hello? Wait, Colin, you should come with. Luca and Lorenzo, yeah. And I'll sleep with the both of them and tell you how it went. No. Um, <laughs> I actually, I was actually picturing the five of us, but that, that's fine. I didn't know. Um, I'll, I'll ask. We'll they just have one big ha- Italian orgy. That's fine. Actually, they do have a California king. I'm kidding. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I bet. Luca and Lorenzo, those big boys. Let me cuddle up. <laughs> Cut to them being like five feet tall and 100 pounds. Were they five? Um, they were tiny? No, 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 okay. no. One of them is a big boy. Yeah, they baby. are. I, know, I, I, I like forgot that, that like Italians are tall. You know, I'm six he foot was, three. He, so yeah. They were like, what? what? Yeah. They, okay, I'm six foot two and that to me sounds giant. <laughs> it it is. You're one there. inch taller than me. It pre- pretty but much. six foot three is like, honestly, my height seems to be like 
Like, okay, he's like kind of a tallish guy, no. fine. And then when you go to 6'3", to me, that's like, he's 6'3", fuck. <laughs> no. I feel like six, anything above 5'11 in America is like pretty pretty excellent. <laughs> pretty excellent. Pretty fucking I mean, excellent. But you're tell right. Tell that to my 5'4", bro- my twin brother. Yikes. And you're a twin? Or, me too. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> and I don't even know your signs yet. So like, we're going to... I know. We're about to pop Wait, Colin, bubble. this is crazy. I just... I, I recently had a guest that is also a twin who is gay. And then I... Uh, a friend of mine... Mm. There's so many twins mm. that... and what, Is your twin gay? No, sadly. She... And mine's not either. Okay. Would well, you have a fraternal? Or is it... What's the situation? Fraternal brother. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, no, she is not gay. I always wanted to come out and have her go, me too. But she never mm. did. Yeah. She is she is she tall? She's not. No, she's five foot one. Are you kidding me? I swear to God. Yeah. So we I thought even... my story was the craziest. Yours wins. Wait, how is your is is your twin brother a little bit shorter or he's five foot four. He just had a baby. Oh, he wow, is straight. He, I know, really. He is like such a soft now he's like such a sweet soft spoken like mensch of a man Aww. he and he, we've I've, he's heard this and he knows this like growing up he was totally like a button pushing dick who like would just like i'm gonna make your life bad and then he um kind of grew into himself and became like such a sweet dad and husband and he like woodworks and like he's, woodworks he's truly Whoa. truly okay we have a cutting board that is gorgeous he made but um he made it. He oh. truly did. But yeah, but your twin sister, five foot one with a six foot three twin brother yeah. is cuckoo bananas. It really is. We don't even look like brother and sister. We just look like two people randomly plucked together. Thankfully, we have the same mannerisms and we're like, <clears throat> you know, we get really sure. aggressive. But other than that, and we have core fundamental values, I think, that are the same. But people just think we're friends. Wow. Yeah. And you said that she ha- has kids? She does. She has a beautiful Virgo baby who I shouldn't (gasps) even just leave with beauty. Like, my niece is extraordinarily empathetic and scores, like, above average on empathy and compassion skills in the time. I love that. How, How old is your niece? Three. Oh my God! And my nephew is t- is um, is three. Is He's there, about to turn three. We are blessed to have these relationships with our twins and their children because, like, is there anything that's almost more satisfying than like watching? Oh my like, God. Their children sometimes. It's like my my. I think it was either my mom or, or Matt took a video of me meeting my twin brother's baby for the first uh. time, and it was just the most like truly cosmic experience of like seeing the person i was in a womb with hand me his child like it was like such a crazy and just like feeling like you know what it was if i felt like i was holding my brother i really did oh wow that's wow that's beautiful and i never would have even thought about that with my niece i mean he because his his face he his energy it was and like and like i said growing up michael and i were super close and then he we both went through our puberty phases where like we kind of like had our different friends and then we really met back in the middle during college age and i think like holding his baby was like a sign that we were have always been together despite all of the journeys up and down and it was and i still see his son make these faces i'm like that is michael and it is i mean i I saw him last night on zoom and i was just like this precious angel i just Makes me, yeah, it makes my heart feel full every time I see him. Eric, I'm going to get emotional because, like, that's the, the the way you described how, yeah, because he has a nephew, he has a son, so it's your nephew. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. see, the and like the, the child being the reminder of you guys always being together, that, 
that's too much. Like it's a lot. That's beautiful it's a lot. though. And like if you're not a twin, you wouldn't even know how to wrap your head and heart around that. But you just I know. like bottom lined it so beautifully. That was beautifully expressed. Did you tell him that? I think I did, but you I'm better. gonna make sure I'm gonna make sure I do because that yeah. is such a good reminder of yeah. like so many things that I will think to myself or say to others, but I wanna make sure I say to the say to the person. For real. And what's wild is we haven't even talked about astrology yet. We're just like shooting the I shit know. like two bitches powdering our pussies and talking about God we know what. <laughs> powdering <laughs> our fucking pussies. <laughs> um, well, speaking of my pussies powder, and do you, how how should we how how do we want to get into the astrology stuff? You I mean, tell is me. it? I want to know your sign, and I'm not going to guess because I'm not good at this. No, I'm not. I'm not that okay, girl. Thank God. Um, I'm not like okay. You're a psychic, right? You're like I'm not. Um, <laughs> you can't read, so you're illiterate. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, actually. Um, okay, so I am an interesting story because I'm um, Virgo Libra cusp. I'm born September 21st, 9.24 a.m. Oh, thank you for that. I fucking said it because it was the glasses and the sense of humor. God damn it. I should have just been like, are you a Virgo? But I believe you that you were going to say that. Oh, so it's as if, it's, it's as if it. you did. Because you, you, you have that banter that like I only have with... Virgo cunts, and I'm going to say that word. <laughs> wait, maybe that's the title of the episode is Virgo, Virgo cunts. Um, wait, I'm actually kind of honored and oh bewitched, bothered, and bewildered because I have for so many years struggled with my cuspiness oh. because because being a twin and we are so different, mm-hmm. like emotionally and personality wise. I'm like, oh, I, maybe I am more Virgo and he is more Libra. I don't really know. Okay. But are you ready for but, me to like go right in and tell you everything you need? A hundred percent. Okay, just because yes. like I, we we don't have time to waste. Okay, so check this Please, out. Let's do it. Let's do Listen it. Listen up, bitches. There's actually no such thing as sun sign cusps. You are either one or the other, depending on the time that you were born. Okay. You're either a son of 29 degrees Virgo, which I think you are, because a friend of mine was born on September 21st, and she's also, sorry if you can hear my grandmother's dog speaking of Virgo cunts, um, she is also, <laughs> <laughs> she would admit it, okay? She the dog? Was, uh, both. No, the dog is a Scorpio, okay? <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Sure, 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 So you're either a son of 29 degrees Virgo or a zero degrees Libra, right? But summer, September 24th is irrefutably the last day of Virgo season. It changes the next day, typically. Mm. Related to twins in astrology, too, I had a Gemini astrologer actually born on my birthday named Deborah Silverman say that twins can share a chart, and whoever's born first can experience some transits before the other twin does. So the I was born first, so what does that actually mean? What does that transit mean? So, like, for example, my twin sister was born first. She got pregnant two months before I got my first book deal. <sighs> My book came out November 16th. Her daughter was born, was supposed to be born in October, but because I have a Virgo niece, she was like, I'm going to come out early. I'm going to come out September. Wait, wait, she was, wow. So she was like a month early. She was almost a month and a half early, yeah. And I dreamt about her before she was born, which freaked the fuck out of my sister because I described her in perfect detail. She like visited me before she was born. Shut the fuck up. I, I love that God. so much. I swear on all that is holy. I was I woke up one day and I said, Court, you're having a girl. She's got blonde hair and she's a ball of energy. And that is exactly who my niece is today. Oh my God. I Crazy. love her. Yes. So, and she's a Virgo. So anyway, you are Virgo. You might have Libra in your chart though, because uh-huh. well typically with personal planets, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Ascendant, maybe too, we'll have a little bit of the sign to the right or to the left of us. 
Like I'm a Gemini okay. who has a Mars and Cancer. I have no Taurus in my mm-hmm. chart, right? And then you might be a Virgo Sun with a Mercury in Libra, a Venus in Libra, or a Mars in Libra. I don't know because I don't have your chart in front of me. But that's how we can almost believe that we're cusps because we'll have something to the left or to the right typically. But there's no such thing. You're either one or the other. Wow. I did write down I'm Mercury in Libra. Oh, bingo. Venus See? in yeah. Scorpio. Okay. Mars in Libra. Nice. I am um, interested in the timing of what you were saying mm-hmm. with like your sister being born first and then with a baby and yeah. the big deal of your book deal. And and like for example, right now, people talk a lot about like what the the Saturn returns. Yes. And like I'm 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 feeling literally in this week and in the past couple of weeks, like as a type A Virgo and like an overthinker, I have tended to get in my own way when it comes to many things mm. of like mm. talking myself out of certain things. Mm. But recently because like my life, there's a lot of crazy things like in the low ends of like trauma, but also mm-hmm. in the high ends of like stepping into my power. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I am owning what I actually want. And actually one of your videos I love so much was like the idea of, I think it was sliding versus deciding of like, Good memory are you, thank you so much. <laughs> like, are you going to actually decide and then step into what the fucking life you want to have? Mm-hmm. Or are you just going to kind of let things happen? And I think for the first time I am starting to make the decisions, write the thing, send the thing, do the thing. And is, do you, is that something like that's, astrology related do you think oh god like so many that could be so many things so yeah i think that over the last week though we are in eclipse energy so this is being Mm -hmm. recorded on may 5th we had a solar eclipse in taurus on april 30th and then we're going to have a lunar eclipse on um may 16th so Mm -hmm. the the next two and a half weeks are one of the most action-packed of the whole year wow Yeah. so people are almost experiencing like a pressure cooker of like Personal development, personal development insights, relational transitions, and all these things, because that's eclipse season, which happens once every six months. And I posted that in reference to Taurus season. So collectively, we are trying, whether we subconsciously or consciously see it, to follow in the Taurus footsteps, which is, I don't just slide into anything, I decide everything. And we do, you know, a lot of us can almost be under functioning, very passive about what happens because we're afraid to admit what we really want because we're afraid we might not get it, right? We're nervous about rejection. We're nervous about all these things. But Taurus energy is like, actually, you should be more nervous about not admitting it and looking back in your life wondering what would have happened if you weren't a punk ass bitch. Oh my god, that is what I needed to <laughs> That's hear. big Taurus energy. That you was know, gorgeous so... Taurus energy. Because listen, if we are like denying ourselves what we want, and that, that's that's a big fear of mine yeah. is, is the looking back. And you know what? I've talked to so many people that will say, I wish I had started at this time yeah. and or because I would have been better now. Or another regret of mine is the whole idea of not starting something new out of the fear that you a won't be good at it or b it'll take too long to get good at it and that has been something Mm -hmm. that i think follows a lot of us especially creative people but any people that are just like are embarrassed to be a beginner yes and enter actually see it so this is wild that you're mentioning this there's a transit that's about to happen about Jupiter entering Aries. So the building block of astrology for people who are like, what the fuck language is this, right? It is a planet and zodiac sign. So Jupiter represents success. And mm-hmm. it's about to enter the zodiac sign of Aries on May 10th. And it's going to last until October, November and go back and forth into Aries. I'm mentioning this because Aries is the first sign in the zodiac. So the fact that Jupiter, the planet of success, is entering the first time, first sign in the zodiac is making all of us realize that, yes, it's scary to do 
things for the first time, but mm-hmm. stand tall, turn towards that fear, and be a bad bitch anyway. Like, what, what, what do you think? We're just going to be perfect at first glance? Like, that's not how this operates. It's not how it operates. And I wish, I wish, I wish that it was more normalized yes. to fail. Like, publicly. To, to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And to, like, be <sighs> not to, like, to draft, babe. Babe, do a first draft. First draft, for real. Do a second draft. And I, do a third. It would be harder draft. for Virgo, though, right? Because you do have exacting, very impeccable it standards. It sucks. And also, though, I do believe that Virgos are among the most grounded and realistic. So Virgo can just sit with themselves and say, okay, so it let's normalize the fear of doing scary things for the first time. So what do I need to do? I need to practice critical awareness and recognize that this mm-hmm. is very normal. I need to reality check my expectations and know that none of these emotions are permanent. And I just need to be mm. a bad bitch and keep it the fuck moving. Because sooner or later, I'll develop the musculature that makes me competent in this way. But I can't yes, possibly yes, yes. do first things for the first time and not experience this. So let me just see reality with a capital R as it is and stand tall and try anyway. Yes! Oh my god, I feel like I'm at church and I'm Jewish. It's just <laughs> like, it's... I'm, I feel you. so connected to Jews because I'm from Long Island. Okay? I think that's also why we have a connection too because I think Italians and Jews also have... What's the difference? We always We all ask. like food and we have no boundaries. <laughs> and our mothers. And our mothers. Forget it. Forget it. Forget, forget about it. Forget the mothers. It. Forget it. I don't, if I don't marry an Italian, I'm probably going to marry a Jew. I know it. Oh, I, I, I know I just, it. I cannot wait to see the People magazine spread of your huge, gaudy Jewish wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that is serving kosher Riccatoni, oh, bitch. Oh, and get this. Marianne Williamson's going to officiate, speaking of Jews. Okay, I'll have her. Oh, officiate. my God. All right. And then if you need would. me, I'll sing the prayer uh, in Hebrew. Which one? Um, the prayer. I, I pray those when we die and watch oh, yes, us yes, when yes, we yes, fall. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm gonna look at him That's and be so like, good. "Is this his <laughs> <laughs> And I'm gonna do the lyrics just like yeah, that. Please. And just like go Let in. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go in, and then you're, all your guests are gonna be like looking at each other, like, "Who the fuck is this Bogatron?" <laughs> no, we're gonna love it. <laughs> I don't even know how, how we got up your, to Italy. How big is your wedding gonna be? How many people do you want in the audience? Just, uh, I almost want, my sad friend said, I want to have a close wedding of 250 of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sensible, tiny 250 person you wedding. Know? No, I probably, it would be probably just small because like, I don't know. I, I feel like the older I get, the more introverted I'm becoming. Oh, yeah. So I would just almost like in, in such a sacred moment, I, I would almost want it to be like really deliberate and really small and really intentional. Otherwise, I'm going to be like overwhelmed by everything sure. that's happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you envision an inside or outside wedding? Ooh, um, how about a hybrid? Because mm. your boy would love indoor ceremony, in, outdoor, outdoor with like beautiful, like covered light uh, seating arrangements, whatever, maybe in the Amalfi Coast. Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. I don't wait even have a boyfriend, so I don't know where I'm going with this. But I'm just like, I'm going to get married in Italy to a nice Jewish boy. Oh, I love, honestly, that vision is so gorgeous. Um, do you, what, as a, as a, a stunning 6'3 New York City astrology gay, right. are you That's a apps girl? Are you, how, what, what, where are we meeting the boys? Um, you know what? I've been very lucky. I, I, I tend to meet them almost by happenstance, school, work. Mm. Um, the last boy that I seriously dated, I typically don't shit where I eat, but this was like an accident. I was reading a baby shower 
and he was somebody there. So, like, I was doing mini readings for people. That is so hot. You know? But I felt bad because I was like, oh, my God, I have his chart. I have a leg up. And he was a Taurus. So he's like, just put both my legs up. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Talk about that. the horn. He Talk was, he was the... very subdued. Um, and then, like, sometimes, like, they'll slide into the DMs. But, like, it's because someone else has mentioned it. But I don't actually go on the apps that much. I will if I'm traveling just to, like... Talk to people and meet people and, like, kind of scan the audience, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I... Uh, no, not in New York. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Like, especially... I mean, I'm a, I am I love an IRL flirt. And yes. I love... Like, if I was at a, an event where you're doing a reading and I was single, I'm sure I would have been a monster. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Because let me tell you something, Eric. I don't know. Virgo boys, they're like... They run away from me. I'm like, I'm not a mess. I just look like one. <laughs> I'm just playing one on TV. Um, <laughs> but I'm not a mess. I'm organized. I wake up early. I'll follow up. I'll text punctually. I think I scare yeah. them. I do. You need to find... I say this to many people because you have, I think, like a strong sense of self. Mm. You And like uh, you... You know the app Coffee Meets Bagel? Yes. It's a dating app. You need to find your Coffee Meets Beta. You need someone that is <laughs> like a little bit of that subdued. Okay. And Ooh. and at the party, he lets you do Be a lot of the room. talking. But he he has his moments to shine. Yes. But then, yes. but then, actually, in the, in the bedroom, I, I don't even know anymore because like my, <sighs> this isn't a sex podcast, but like my. Let's talk about it my roles have just like you know i thought i was one thing now i'm not but actually before that's going to be a teaser for post post podcast question because we, we talk so much i gotta ask the podcast question the podcast question is whose fault is it that you're gay who do we blame babe flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Well, apparently, sweetie, um, we actually can blame my twin sister. <gasps> there wow. was a study, but again, like, I looked at this abstract in, like, 0.5 seconds. I don't even know how verified it is, so, like, don't get mad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read a study that, like, if there are um, fraternal twins, male, female, assigned at birth, whatever, that more than likely the male is gay. There's like a, There's, like, a little bit of an increase because, like, my mother's womb prepared itself for a woman. I don't know. So let's just blame my sister. I just would love to blame. Wait, her. that's so. Wait, wait, wait. That you dropped. I don't know about there. you though. The, you're, <laughs> I'm just. I actually chose. I'm actually completely straight, but it just like I wanted leverage in in uh, the media. In life. Um, <laughs> that's why I love. Virgos. I fucking. I fucking hate Dick. You no, hate um, it. Hate it. Hate it. Do you know how good. funny Virgos are? I'm gonna let you go back to your questions, but you know that like in all of the Virgo content that I make, I especially make sure I mention how hysterically funny you guys are, that your sharp sense of humor, always. I always talk about how how funny Virgos are to me. Thank God, yes. because this is a literal podcast. Do you know the Instagram like comedian Caitlin Riley? It's Caitlin Riley. I feel like you've seen Of her. course. She's a Virgo. She is. That, I love to hear that. And that bitch makes me laugh. She is so funny. If you're listening, we love you. We need to do a shout out to get her on this podcast. That's what we have to do. Please. And just be like, you know that like there's a connection between you being a Virgo and how funny you are. Wait, should we just rename the podcast Virgo and I only have Virgo cunts on? Yes. And I just would like to say that uh, unfortunately I've never had any Virgo in me, but I have (laughs) a Virgo South node. So I have a little bit of Virgo in my chart. A little. I want everyone to know that when he said Virgo in me, he did wink at me into the camera. Um, well, you've never been penetrated by a Virgo? Never. No. Huh. But, That's like, I- I'm surrounded by Virgo women, and they're penetrating my schedules. They're penetrating listen. my fucking meals. Okay. Listen. <laughs> but listen. I love them. So, I don't even care that we're. There's, first of all, the mother's womb preparing for yeah. a girl child that and was having. True. The gay boy with it is so crazy yeah, interesting. My sister. Also, I think. Did your sister, were you and your sister growing up, like, were you into girly things with her? Like, what did that influence any of, oh, and like, what type of things? Like, it's like, because I'm, I was born in 1989, so there's me too. Really? You, me, Taylor, and yeah. Courtney, my twin sister. Um, oh. so when it, it, I think it was whenever The Little Mermaid came out, so it had to have been like two or three years after, because I think it actually did come out in 89. So it was when we were old enough, and my mm-hmm. uncle had a VHS tape, and he was recording, and he gave my sister Ariel and Eric, right? And I did not want the Tonka truck that I got. So I was holding Eric and brushing his hair, and then I kissed him. <gasps> and my sister, like, encouraged me to keep kissing him. So she's always been just like... Don't talk shit about my gay brother. Like, let's play the same <laughs> toys. I know, I know. It's, I love her so much. She's I love her so outstanding, much. and she's raising an amazing Virgo girl. Mm-hmm. And you trigger me when you said Tonka truck because Oof. I fucking hated how often the boys would ha- be given the trucks, and when 
And I think parents are being so much better now about just like letting the child guide what they're into or like testing the waters. But like, I will be damned if my nephews, if I ever give them a single Tonka truck. Unfortunately, they love trucks. Um, but so like, <laughs> so maybe I will be. <laughs> if they love, want it. my oldest, if they want it, I, my oldest nephew Henry is obsessed with excavators. Ooh, I don't know wait, where he so, got this. Wait, is it? it there, there's a show about them, right? Isn't there like an excavator show? I think there is. Probably there is. There is. There is. I know about kids shows now. Jesus. We will like we'll like drive by it. Like excavator, excavator. I'm like, how do you know how to say that word? You're two. <laughs> <laughs> but like he is obsessed with an excavator oh. meanwhile of course i would of course have loved to kiss prince eric prince as a kid and and also i mean when you watched him in, in little mermaid and you saw the dark hair and the blue eyes forget and, like forget it. i had a sexual awakening though to when gaston pulled off his shirt and of said course, every the chest hair is <laughs> every inch of his covered with yeah, oh like, Oh God, I'm feeling something. But no, Eric was gorgeous. Eric was, still is, you know, to this day. And famously, no hair in his chest. But we don't knock him for no, it. No, we don't care. You're still gorgeous, and you saved Ariel. So we love you. I for bet that. you he has a lovely bush, and I can't believe I said that on the air. But um, we'll probably find Eric... art where he does. And wait, so I have a question for you. What is your husband's sign? Your husband's sun sign. He is an Aquarius. Oh, nice. Okay. He's born February first, cool, 1989, and he. I don't know what ton of i know that he's like a very stubborn like Mm. he's stubborn (laughs) it's just me airing well i will say yeah taurus scorpio leo and aquarius they're the most unyielding what does that mean well they're the the they're the fixed signs in astrology so when they were Mm -hmm. born regardless of what hemisphere they're born in it's the peak of a season right so like Mm -hmm. in the northern hemisphere aquarius is the peak of winter so they represent like a specialized, focused, concentrated, this is the plan, this is the process kind of technicality. Like right now it's Taurus season. So this is the peak of spring. That's why Taurus mm-hmm. is a focused earth sign, etc. But I would actually say, and I'll say it loud and proud, of the four fixed signs, I think Aquarius is the most stubborn. I think I mean and he and he knows and he knows and his like we joked about it with his parents too like it becomes a comical point too just because of like he he hates being wrong and and I actually watched one of your videos we were talking about couples therapists saying do you want to be wrong or do you want to be in a relationship Hello. and I, that really that really struck me because we have had um, uh, conversations <laughs> where he <laughs> he's like you always want to be right and I'm like no but you always want to be right he's like no No. and i think we both sometimes want to be right well because it's so much better it's so fun and it's seductive and glamorous but yeah it's very easy to be right and alone not so easy to be right and in a relationship at the same time exactly it is and relationships are tough man no they really are and like you know what i i'm i think a part of the reason why i'm trying to learn and educate myself and share what I'm learning with other people is because like, I really want to get it right. I, I, I really want to make sure that yes, it'll be hard and challenging, but that like I'm prepared is what I'm. Yes. For. And yeah. I think that's what I'm most proud of with me and Matt is that we have learned the toughness and then learned the importance of working through the toughness yeah. because of the greater yeah. um sign that we are great together yes. like i my my baggage in the early years of our relationship was if a sec at the second something happened that wasn't awesome i'd be like we're fucked get me out <laughs> virgo catastrophe exactly like the world is ending my literal therapist at the time would say 
why all the drama read me bitch read me bitch i want to make a t-shirt that says why all the drama and i literally will tell myself that i've actually gotten so much better ever since she would tell that to me because she like she made my brain do an exercise of like when the drama started be like why all the drama and then it would like kind of spiral down a little bit in a in a positive way so uh, do you do you are you going to tell me that virgo and aquarius are doomed to fail no because i actually do not believe in the conversation on compatibility i don't thank you i I love that Mm -mm. because i think that a lot of pre-existing theory and like premise points in astrology and compatibility is like built on sameness complementarity energy but like that's just not true anymore and Yeah. yeah it's just not and so i don't ever go oh you guys are so compatible you're not compatible never i love that never no well it it makes sense that it is dated in that probably in the previous generations you should only stick with people that come from the same family like you you should only boo 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 but like like even if i may put this on blast matt is catholic i am jewish and there were parties at some point that we had spoken to them like it's gonna be yeah and i was like you know what you're saying however we are being so mindful about this from day one and yes of course there are differences but also, there's like exciting differences. Totally. Like he is like he has embraced so many Jewy things. I like what? love a. He cooks a gorgeous brisket. Does he? He makes amazing humantashim. Oh. He knows the prayers for the challah and the wine. Wow. He has lifted many a chair at a bar mitzvah and a wedding. He is just he on for we were in Atlanta where he's from where his parents are for Hanukkah one year, and he made his parents a Hanukkah meal. They had never tried latkes before. He made the brisket. It was like such a beautiful, and we lit the menorah there. Like, like he really, he really nails it. I fucking love it. And what what have you taken from the Catholics? Just out of here, because I was baptized, raised Catholic. Um, I just I learned to hate myself more and more every day. Good, that's that's all you need to. (laughs) (laughs) I actually just like fucking embrace Christmas, the Christmas of it all. Yeah, it's his family does Christmas up. It's very gay. It's very flashy. They color coordinate all their wrapping paper, which I really appreciate. appreciate Virgo, it's probably why we love the order. And (laughs) although I do, I like I. Easter is weird for me because we've never I've never celebrated Easter with him, but like he might want to do eggs when we have children one day, and I'm like, but the bunny thing feels weird. Bunny, I'm eggs, of the bunny. zombie Jesus. Can you can you walk me through the through line here? Exactly. I know. Make it make like sense. he did yeah, what, when, I why, mean, who, greetings. and then we kill, and then and then like you're blaming me for killing him. It sounds like he had his own issues. Like maybe we <laughs> killed him for a reason. <laughs> Oh my God! I love this. Please have children Watch so they can just become Watch adults in this culture, in this container of the both of you. Please, hurry. I'm very curious to see. They're going to be stubborn and type A's. Have hell. children immediately. Oh, this fork fork over a hundred k, babe. Oh God, um, is that how much it costs? I think so. Ooh. I mean, I think so. Ooh. But you know what? I very much plan to make a ton of money. Fuck I don't yeah. know, but I, I plan to. You're a Virgo. Plan- you bitches can't help it. You'll get I it. can't help but be drowning in kashish. <laughs> um, I want to ask another podcast question, oh, yeah, which sure. is, if the world was ending mm-hmm. and you could only save one character actress, Colin Bedell, who would you save? Character actress. Okay, so fictional, yes. That's what that's what this meant, right? Or like It a- could be it's just a, an actress that is a female that you you are just obsessed with is really the only thing I care about. Okay, so you know what? I because it's apocalyptic, right? Did you <laughs> watch Alias with Jennifer Garner? 
No, but I do love Jennifer Garner, okay. but I never watched it. We love her. We love her. We love her. We love her. Well, she was like this ass-kicking, like, polyglot who was just unbelievably intelligent and like she i swear that character like raised me but i'm none of those things but she raised me and i just would save her because i'd be like well you'll figure it out and you will just fight these bitches and speak all these i languages. love that you're choosing jennifer garner as her character in alias yes, and i think that yes. is such a gorgeous answer <laughs> i also want to give a shout out to jennifer garner giving one of the most beautiful coming out speeches to her son in love simon if i'm oh. correct she has a scene with him that is so beautiful. Um, I won't stop talking about this show, so I'm going to say it again. Uh, it's the show Heartstopper on Netflix. Oh. You need to watch it. It came out recently. I, I I have not stopped shutting up about it because it's like the most beautiful story. But I bring it up because there's another coming out scene with an incredible actress, Olivia Coleman, that you just you wow. need. It's, it, it's such it's so beautifully done, and I want every person, especially who plans on having children to watch it that being said jennifer garner we love jennifer garner love her. she's house. an aries i love olivia coleman as well and love. yeah it, like i just i love that show i have I, you seen have you seen the jennifer garner commercial it's like for capital one and her dad is in the commercial with her no but i'm mad that i haven't so seen it fucking well wait it's speaking of her silly. dad in gays you know victor garber her dad in alias right oh yeah like let's just let's just give him fucking credit where credit is due he was like in everything gay iconic millennial legally blonde titanic, titanic. legally blonde come on we love he and i also served him at a restaurant in the west village like a decade ago was he warm i hope he was great okay he was yeah, great. he's a pisces i can't imagine him being anything other than absolutely lovely he was lovely yeah. very handsome he although is. i I do feel triggered because my ex was a Pisces and I kind of, I, I have some feelings, but Ooh. I do think, I also, one of my closest friends is a Pisces, so I'm not going to like knock it into Well, that's the polar group. opposite sign dynamic and like yeah. that brings out the best and the worst, but like yeah. sometimes in the same hour, it's crazy. Yes, oh my God. One of the things I would say to my ex, because we had an amazing relationship and then at times it was like <clears throat> feeling like hell. Right. And I would say to him, like if, if something he would say like really made me feel angry, I would say to him, because trying not to be upset, I guess the Virgo of like trying mm. to control, I would say, there is a fire inside of my belly. <laughs> and I'm trying, like, I was like, like, we would like have these standoff moments and I was like trying to control the deep anger that would rise in me because he was being so contrarian or whatever it was. But again, one of my closest friends who I actually collaborate with a lot creatively is a Pisces and we are very opposite, but it works because of that. 100%. Yeah, I'm surrounded by Sagittarius. So Brad and Angelina used to be a Gemini Sagittarius couple. I'm a Gemini. Brad was a Sag. And I'm just surrounded by Sagittarians because yeah, they like, they challenge my liabilities for sure and they reinforce where they think I'm legitimate. And it's really, yes. it's it's beautiful. It's But it can be tough. So- so you agree you, you want to marry Brad Pitt right <laughs> <laughs> you know what I probably would get along well with him because he's a Capricorn moon like me okay I don't know if I'd love the Sagittarius energy I would totally have more fun with Angelina though because she's an Aries moon so she's a Gemini we would just it'd be game I over. am so curious what Angelina like you're having a drink with Angelina Jolie what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about <laughs> I well I would just kind of like want to give her a reading and if she feels yeah good, oh, oh well right. you're so so blessed like like she would be like drinking out of the palm of your <laughs> hand like like i would be like 
Um, fuck, bitch, you're, uh, look, uh, look at your tits. Like, I, like, literally have nothing <laughs> to say. Like, like you look gorgeous, Angie. <laughs> like, yeah, I loved you and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. What was that like? And she was like, I don't want to talk about I it. Like, I don't. Yeah, literally, I, I don't. It's so, I, I, I wonder, like, inevitably when I am meeting Angelina Jolie, like, I can't wait to tell... I can't wait to tell you what we talk about. Oh, okay. And then I'll be sure to tell her. Well, yeah, tell her I said hello because she'll have already known me by then. Okay. You will, yeah, she will have officiated <laughs> your second wedding. <laughs> Marianne and Angelina. I should probably start with Angelina. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, I actually, I, know. I just wanted to say Geminis and Virgos, that's what we are. And that's obviously Angelina. Um, it's actually just a quick, funny, great vibrant technicolor conversation it's just because you know we're the only signs ruled by mercury the the message oh. so when we know how to talk to each other maravilla nobody can talk better absolutely and i feel that right now this feels really cosmic oh good i feel it as well and i can't believe what you said about your nephew i cannot wait to tell that to my sister i have never heard oh that God. phrased in that way but it's true <laughs> I love that so much. And I, I am so, it's so cool to meet someone who also has the twin yeah. thing, who has like, 100%. who knows so what that's many... like? You know, we're student, we're lifelong students of interpersonal dynamics. Yes. Lifelong. And that, and that's partly why I love doing this and talking to people and like love the banter because of the shared experiences that we all have and like i could tell the second it's, it's so f- crazy that for, when you meet someone like the second you can tell it's like mm. it's it's we're, we're gonna be good you know what i mean like it's it's all good <laughs> it's all like, good yeah and of course it doesn't happen with every single person i meet but no. like it when it when when it's there it's there you can't fake it wait real fast do you know what your moon sign is yeah, I Hold wrote it down. Gem- Gemini moon. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. So that's another reason why we know how to talk to each other because I'm a Gemini sun. So when it's the moon sun energy, it's like, oh, hey, fam. Right. But with Gemini Virgo, these are the these are the exacting kind of like, yeah, it's the class clown meets the valedictorian energy at once. Way. So which one am I? I mean, you are the comedian. So, and I'm sorry, and I, I don't want to brag, but like, I do have a commencement speech, like, on the internet. So, I you was, do not. Oh, yeah. Your boy graduated top of his class at Parsons School of Design in 2016. <gasps> not Parson, yes. the gorgeous Parsons School of Design, the new school. <laughs> yes. So, I, but I, like, I don't think anybody saw that coming because I think they thought I was the class clown, but that's some Gemini shit. Like, I don't have to lead with how smart I am sure like i have other resources thank you very much and then i just came out as a valedictorian like what up bitches uh you like my gown bitch you like my gold <laughs> fucking tassel or whatever tassel means that you're special um wait can i, I ask you, you you said the words coming so out I, what, I now because you're so you're like such a grounded centered human when did you come out like what was what was that journey oh boy well so, such a thoughtful question i came out in 2005 uh, because what had happened was my parents decided to move from Long Island, New York to mm-hmm. uh, basically the Bible Belt of North Carolina. You know how a lot wow. of like Northeast bitches like moved down South Florida, the Carolinas, yeah. God forbid they know sure. the difference. So I went to North Carolina with my family in 2005 and it was just an accelerator because my grandfather had just died, my mother's father. And I was 16 and I fell in love with someone with a boy. And so we moved down south and, you know, it was a a blank slate. And so I said to my mom, like, hey, (laughs) actually, I'm gay. 
And so had you fallen in love with a boy in Long, Long Island? Islands, yeah. Oh my god. So we were in like a long that... distance relationship. That's so and tough. It was. And and but what was what was sweet is that my mom was like, You're telling me this now. I just <laughs> left. Yeah, we're down here. What am I gonna do? I don't know how they are with the gays, right? And then she's a cancer, so she's very maternal. I'm so blessed. Like I really psh, mother lottery and i was like well i'll tell them though like i'll tell the family i'll tell the people like i'll do it and she's like okay and the next fucking day right i'm already home she kicks down the door and was like listen i know you said that you wanted to tell everybody but i told the mailman i told the cashier i told mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm, grocery store clerk mm-hmm. i told all your uncles i told your grandma because yep. i said listen if you got a problem with my gay son our relationship ends today <sighs> I love my gay ass son. You know? And she... Oh. she I know, because Mother's Day is on Sunday, so naturally I'm very grateful for her. And so I that was that my so coming much. out process. It was in the South. And uh, it was it was definitely... Because this was the Bush administration, still remember. Yeah. You know, so don't ask. Will and Grace was ask. still, like, problematic. Um, yeah. But I had a lot of New Yorkers with me, thank God. And there were some Southerners. Like, they were just like, we don't really care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But it was still- How long did the um, long-distance relationship last? That lasted for about six months, and then I fell in love with my first Sagittarius a few weeks later, <laughs> who was really my friend the whole time. And I really kind of, there was an energy that I was 16, you know, what did I know? And then that relationship was really life-defining. It, it, I, I had no intentions of going to college and falling in love with him. It, it, he did sort of, like, bring me to the idea of higher ed. He was at NYU, and so he mm. was, like, showing me what's possible. Um, wow. So, yeah, that, that was my I, I always get story. so... intrigued and inspired by people who come out as teenagers Mm -hmm. and then like have these formative experiences because i was 18 when i came out but i didn't really like date or have like i had my first kiss when i was probably 19 and then like like so like it's still young but i think like when i think about 16 i think about like that is like such a you know 15 16 is a really tough time and i think to then layer on top of that the coming out is like it's it's it must have the feelings inside your head must be insane (laughs) at that time they were and i think i didn't know where to like tease them out right i'm like do i miss new york is it this is it that i don't really know and then you know what because when you were talking earlier about like denying desires i wanted to make Mm -hmm, sure i said mm -hmm. this i think anybody who is queer has to really sit down with themselves and ask themselves like because i in the closet theoretically Mm -hmm. have denied deceived and distanced myself from all of that which I want, when I come out of the closet miraculously, from what place and from what education and skill set do I know how to admit when I want something? Oh, my God. And we connect desire to danger, don't we? Because, oh, uh-huh. boy, can't tell anybody I love Britney Spears too much. Right? Because then they'll know I'm not like other boys. So then we come out, but from what training, what level? And so... You're like, what is real? What do I actually want? What do I want to take a stand about? Because do I lie? Do I... Yes. Is, Yes. Why was I lot? <gasps> yeah. And then subconsciously, right, it stores all those memories. So when we are out and adults and still in our late 20s or early 30s and we're admitting something that we want, we're still 15, 16 again. So we can revert back to those programmings. And yeah, I just what would make me happy to know is that queer folks really sat down with themselves and said, where do I see desire as dangerous? And how can I instead see desire as my source of life force instead? Mm. This is really hitting me hard. You know? I'm really taking this in. I think that's a big, big reason why I have taken more time than I would have liked to find the things that speak to me yes. and go for them because of that idea of danger. 
I am not a clinical psychologist, but I know that that is true. Yes. I know that. I that mean, is true. there's such a crazy. I've talked about like, why do I feel like the world's going to end? Like, why do I feel like this is so dangerous? Like, the idea of failing, whatever it is. And I think it's that. It's like that we are grown up when we're, clo- when we're growing up closeted. You are having to completely shut off the things that you actually desire yeah and then how many of us get the like you know d coming out of the closet detraining program we're just thrown Mm -hmm. into the environment with no education no onboarding no skill building and i don't even know if there are programs that specialize in this you know and so yeah i think that there is a certain second maturation another puberty that queer folks really have to consider and just connect more deeply to the desires and that's why like inner child healing is so prevalent within our spaces absolutely i've said this many times that when i first started like actually like being gay in the world i felt like i was in elementary school of crushes and dating i was like i did not know what it felt like to actually have a crush a that was b reciprocated and then c like losing like if that person lost interest and then what that felt like and then i remember like by the end of college i was like i'm in eighth grade now like i feel like it's like that's how far i got like and then i like had a first like my my pisces Mm -hmm. x like that was a big love a huge formative experience i think that got me through college and dating right. world and then went through a single period had my hookups did my things and then became like an adult and then i met matt and then we were still i mean i was 23 when i met him okay I, or maybe newly it was 2013 okay. so i was yeah, we were um, 23 24 that. Yeah, maybe new, I think I was newly 24. And okay. so that's still young. Yeah. And so we had to do a lot of maturing in our first, you know, three, four, five years. And now it'll be nine years that we've been together. And like wow. it, it, I think I've noticed the maturation periods. And that's like 100% what you're saying of we have to go through that second second process. I do believe that. And I think a committed relationship is a personal development accelerator. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, lucky you. Hundred percent. It really. It's so funny that I've I've thought. I'm curious your thoughts about this. That I used to feel sometimes that jealous of single people that had more time to devote to their selves in terms of passions and whatever. Mm. Because I thought, you know, when you're in a relationship, you are really trying to balance someone else's experience in the world and your role. Mm -hmm. But you saying that kind of makes me feel like it has helped me develop my own wants and needs Mm -hmm. and and but i do you think like there is a benefit for one versus the other is it just different for both being single versus coupled well i'm sure the answers are always complicated right right and also there was a long form study at harvard it was like the study of adult development and what they were able to determine is that it's not just relationship satisfaction that determines our life quality but that it is the quality of our relationships that determine our individual competency so a lot of us think oh man i'm working on myself i can't be with you but mm-hmm. really, when I work on myself with you, I understand me. And I, mm. my individual competencies get strengthened and elevated because of my relationship with you. So we just have it upside down. Right. And yeah, single people might have more time. But like, who are we if we're not self-disclosing and not mm-hmm. then discovering self-revelation? Because 
I'm self-disclosing to you, you know? So it's like, there are moments when I think we do a lot of work for relationships when we're not in them and that's formative and Mm -hmm. necessary. Mm -hmm. But again, I don't think there is any environment like romantic and intimate relating that accelerates personal development. Amen to that. That is such a great thing to hear. And thank God, because I I just feel like so many things you have said have struck me so deeply. And Aww, I feel thank so, you, my Virgo friends. Oh my gosh. I am so blessed to have met you and have had you on this podcast. Um, before we say goodbye, yes. I'm going to ask a question sure. that you've not, you're not prepped for, which Uh-oh. is, Colin Bedell, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? Oh boy. <laughs> I know she's a Scorpio. I would probably say Sister Act, duh, right? Doesn't everybody Thank say you. that? One or two. Uh, okay, I'm going to say two, but here's the Thank thing. Thank you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Only because it was a boy that I dated. It was his favorite movie. That's all I knew. I actually... It's had... my favorite movie of all time. Okay, fine. So then we're, n- <laughs> we're not going to worry about how I knew that. We're just going to let me answer it that way. Okay. Wait, wait, which boy was it? The, was it? He was, uh, an Aries. References? <laughs> he was an Aries. He was an Aries. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, my God. Still I, is. He has great, he has He's, great taste. He does. He was such a sweetie. He actually went to the school. That's why I have this shirt. It's not the one I stole from his room, but it's a whole thing. Gemini drama. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that for the reunion episode. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Teresa, and Alex. <gasps> and Dina. 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 Dina Manzo. Get out of here. Speaking of Pisces. <laughs> Wait, I need to get Dina Manzo on this podcast. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Well, listen, where can people follow you, Colin? Oh, they can follow me at Queer Cosmos, Q-U-E-E-R-C-O-S-M-O-S. And uh, I will just shamelessly promote here because I got student loans to pay. All right. Please. I'm sure you know. Um, I have to, I have an introduction to astrology course on my website. So it's only 30 bucks and I walk you through astrology, yada, yada. And then I have a like tech subscription program that I really like because I think people are like overwhelmed by mm-hmm. social media apps. So I have a text subscription that I'll text you what you need to know about the day, what the horoscope is happening. I'll send videos, links, pictures, yada, yada. And that is genius. You know, that's only $9 a month. Oh my god, that is such a good idea! Thank you. I, and, and I think everyone listening can tell how fu- how much of a fucking genius and star you are, and <laughs> just lucky to to be a part of anything that you are, any wisdom that you are putting out in the world. Well, so, you Virgo, you provided me the space to be the mercurial cunty figure that I absolutely am. It was just I needed mercurial. to be around the Virgo because I swear to God, your use are the biggest cunts. So I just had. to... <laughs> And I, that is an honor I love to take. <laughs> I don't, and I didn't even know if I could like push it that far with you and just call you a con. But I'm like, yes, I can. You can. You did. And you should. <laughs> and I will many more times. Okay. <laughs> well, bless you, Colin Vidal. And uh, this has been the best. Yeah, I had so much fun. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.